Good evening and welcome to Post to Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. Our new branding, which started, which this is our first show on The Wave, so yay. Yes, yay. The rebrand for the student station is complete. The circle is now complete and now we are on The Wave for this foreseeable future. So... This way, we're gonna do a little some some different stuff. We're gonna go through the quick trades that happened the, this past week and some news, and then we're gonna go into um, just you know the regular the regular stuff. And we're gonna actually look at a bunch of trade rumors that are up because this is our last show before the the trade deadline. trade deadline. Because right. next week we are off; it is President's Day, so there will be no show. Um, so you'll tune in the week after for our huge trade deadline spe- special, which usually consists of us, of us breaking down every single trade that happens from... Like three pages worth of trades, not even... Oh, yeah, and, and it Hopefully should this be... one's more exciting than last year. Yeah, last year we last had a year lot... Last year was really boring, but I think this one's going to be better because you got a lot of big names about to go into free agency. Exactly. So we're going to look at some, t- some, ne- some names that were already traded. Uh, we're going to start with our little Metro... Teams. We're gonna first one up is that Cody McLeod was traded to the Nashville Predators for a 2020 seventh round pick. So the Rangers get a 20 uh, seventh round pick, and the Predators reacquire Cody McLeod. So I'm kind of surprised that they reacquired him, yeah. but that just proves to me that Nashville is bit building up size so they can go against teams like Calgary and Winnipeg. Yeah, I mean this is kind of one of those. Um Situations like the Stars had a few weeks ago when they reacquired Alexiak. If you were gonna like trade him, trade for him again, I don't. Especially as short a time as they didn't have him, why trade him in the first place? Kind of thing. You still have to give up something to get him back. Meanwhile, this is it was a very in, insignificant like haul that they had to give up. Just a seventh rounder. It's one seventh rounder, and it's next year's. It's not even this year's. Well. Exactly, but this is just kind of one of those like insignificant trades. But like, I mean, it'll help Nashville because they they got more blue line presence now, and I mean, it's another they've been busy body. this last week. Yeah, no, and it should help them. Uh, it's just I think you know what? It's another body in the in on that team. It's another cog in the machine, and he already knows how to play the system, so it's nothing major. And Nashville, what I don't know, understand why Nashville would do two trades in. One day, and it, it's they're so odd. I remember seeing this. I was like, this is confusing. Yeah. They uh, Then they traded for Brian Boyle with the Devils for a 2019 second-round pick, and and Boyle goes to the Predators, which Boyle's a free agent at the end of the year, which I'm like, okay. And a lot of teams would like him. I think Nashville would like to re-sign him. He's a good third-line center for good them. Good veteran presence. He's off the ice. Great, great. Great guy. Great guy. Remarkable story that he's everything he's gone through in his personal life, but just on the ice, he uh, provides a very nice veteran presence on really any team. Yeah, and you know, a 2019 second-round pick, I think that's good for the Devils. Yeah. Because I don't know what happened. You went from playoff contention last season to bottom of the pack, just very poor. And I don't know if that's... And there really wasn't that many big name changes on the roster if... Any. I think what? Uh, who left in the offseason that was, I think, Grabner? Yeah. He was a rental. Grabner, but, like, they were good before they had Grabner. Yeah. You know, and you have Hall. I think, didn't Hall get hurt earlier this season? Yeah, he, I think he, he, he missed some time. time. But mm-hmm. I don't even think that would change. I don't know. I think the Devils are still in the process of becoming a, a uh, you know, mainstay a, playoff yeah, team. A threat. Mm-hmm. But I think it appears that'll, that'll pan out. And there was a trade today. The Montreal Canadiens acquire forward Nate Thompson and a 2019 fifth-round pick, and L.A. gets a 2019 fourth-round pick in return. The only thing I can think that the Kings did this trade was salary relief. Yeah, I don't know how much Nate Thompson was making off the top off the top of my head, but they've with trades trading Muzzin. Trading Thompson now they're looking to deal possibly uh, Ilya Kovalchuk, which they would have to retain some salary there. Oh yeah, especially with him making over six million dollars. But I think that they're gonna try and be very aggressive this off season because they went from ninety point team year after year to now they just got out of 
last place. And that's the only team that... The only reason they're in la- they're not in last place now is because the Ducks are, have lost like 19 in their last 22. Yeah, I don't even know why I'm wearing a Ducks jersey right now. I should be ashamed yeah, of myself. Yeah, poor timing. Yeah, I Real just pulled it timing. out. I was like, oh, wait. And then I realized today, I was like, oh, this isn't a good Real idea. Real poor timing. I do have poor timing. But I think the Kings are doing the right thing. Don't be surprised that next week we hear Kings get a ton of draft picks and then when we come back. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all. In it two weeks. Depends on what draft picks that would make it surprising, but and who they trade, now, obviously. The question is, and this is actually this has come up to me a few times, um, does Quick go? I've heard rumors around him. Personally, I keep him. Campbell's doing a great job. Oh, yeah, no. But you need – he's going to learn a lot from being teammates with Jonathan Quick. I think – the thing for me is is that the Kings, I think – the window's shut. Uh, I think it's the, sa- it's the same thing as, like, um, the Rangers and the same thing as Detroit. Like, it, it's, t- it's – the window's shut. You know, and you can't just retool everything. Yeah. You need to be – this needs to be a full-blown rebuild. So I think get as much as you can. And I know it stinks to hear that. So build around – you're saying build around Kopitar. Yeah, basically. You know, take one or two of the guys who were who are still young and who have the presence on the team, make them the veterans, and bring a bunch of guys in. You know, like you already got two – you already got a nice haul for Muzzin, and you got Nate Thompson, who you just uh, – you got rid of Nate Thompson, which was huge to get rid of. It's a nice salary relief. And you got a fourth round pick this season, and this draft class is not a—it's—it's it's a very good draft class this year. So I think the more draft picks you get, build it. Like last year, the Rangers ended up trading a bunch of players away. They traded Nash, McDonough, and Miller, and they got three. They got a solid lot of prospect. draft picks. They got three draft picks, and but that could have been three four. first round picks. Yeah, three first round picks, and those turned into great players. One of them, who's a who was a silver medalist in the World Juniors, Keandre Miller. You know, and he's going to—I don't be surprised if he comes up next year. I think the Kings should take a page out of the Rangers' book and just close the door. Close the door on, on getting a cup. I mean, they they got two in that time span. I mean, it was pretty pretty successful run. It was basically all West teams at that point. Yeah, you know, it, was just, it was either— From 2015. Every other year, it was either the Blackhawks are winning this year or the Kings are going to win this it, year. It hurt to watch that, especially as an, just, yeah, just an Eastern— Eastern fan, you're like, ah, oh, that's that stinks. If but, I'm the Kings, though, one thing that I would like to do, I think you got to get rid of Dustin Brown. You got You're really gonna have somebody bite on that contract. You're gonna have to retain something, but if you're going through a rebuild, well, he's making a lot of money for the next few years. He has un- underperformed quite a lot recently, and I think a change of scenery would be good for him and. Especially if they're gonna do a whole rebuild, like you say, they need they need to get rid of him. Yeah, uh, the whole thing with the Kings right now is I, I feel like, and I, I said this before, I'm literally just reiterating myself, is it's time to rebuild, and but the sad thing is you are only what six or seven points out of a playoff spot. I think they were. I looked before. They're eight, eight back. Of the uh, wild card spot. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think you can make a run. If you think that you can make a run, you wouldn't have traded Muzzin. Yeah, that that was that 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 to me tells that's me just, that that just shows how unpredictable the West is this year. Though. The West, I don't know what the Kings is thought wrong they were out of it. The West, and then they trade one of their best but, defensemen. Now they're, I wouldn't say out of it, but I wouldn't say they have a shot either. Yeah, and the only team that's worse than than the Kings is the Ducks. And, and I mean, they have the same amount of points too. But the Ducks just, are just on the. St- the Ducks Slide. have won, have lost 19 out of 21. They won two games in their last 21, and they fired their coach. They yesterday they fired their coach and appointed Long their general down. manager and executive vice president Bob Murray, and he will be the coach for the remainder of the season. Why? I have no idea. I mean, obviously the GM. I feel like the GM's in charge of hiring the coach. Makes sense. Why would you put that much more added stress on yourself, especially when you're two weeks until the deadline? Now, here's the thing, and this is this is what I think. And, you know, I it, once again, I don't know why I'm wearing this. I shouldn't have done this. Real poor timing. But, very poor timing. But the thing is, Bob Murray, who basically has the final say on who goes, 
How much you want to bet that he took that job to, to scare that entire lineup, saying, "Hey, you know, there's no buffer now. There's no buffer between the. There's. It's not just. I will see everything you do. I will see you in the locker room. And if you to and if you show any signs of that, you don't want to do 100 percent for this organization. I have no problem booting you. I mean, I can see that. I don't know if that was the reason behind it, but I can see that. That's what I think it is. I think I think I he think did it's it kind to of scare. Like, because you could have easily said to one of the assistant coaches yeah, here. I was about to say that. It, it's kind of a smack in the face to all the assistant coaches. Like, what, I'm not good enough to take over? No, and I, uh, that's why I think that, it's th- that my reasoning stands. Because, you know, you look at you look at him and, he, and he's like, I, it has to be that. Because I, I don't think I've seen in a long time a – a general manager do both jobs. I don't think I don't recall ever seeing that. And I mean, he has no prior coaching experience whatsoever. So, yeah. I mean, this is one of those. I'm gonna say this is an experiment because obviously he's not gonna be the coach next season. But the Ducks are just the only this far out of it that. It doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah, the only thing that I can possibly think of that was similar to this was Mike Milbury when he when he was GM and coach of the Islanders. That's the only thing I can those think of. Those were dark of. days. Those for you guys. Those very were very dark, dark days. days. But that's the only thing I can think of that's somewhat similar to this. And that was when was that? That was what the early two thousands. Very early two thousands. Yep. So we haven't really seen that this is happening. And I don't know, where, where do the Ducks go from here? Do you need to bring in, I don't know, who do you bring in at the end of the season to, well, first of all, who do you get rid of next in, uh, in two weeks? Because, you know, I, I've been looking all around, and I've been trying to find. They need to get rid of Silverberg. I think more than that. At least. At least Because he, he's an upcoming free agent, and I really don't see him staying there personally. You can get he's a very solid winger. You can get a pretty nice haul for him. He'll help out a contending team and then you can possibly re-sign him if he wants to come back. Yeah, and there's a bunch of teams that we're going to get into later that I think should mostly be looking to sell like fire sale everything. But the Ducks for one instance, I think you need to just get rid of everybody. I think there's no reason in keeping. So who do you build around? Because they need a rebuild also. You know after what? Hold on. Because I, I do know that there is somebody that you can build around. So you know what? We'll talk about this when we come back. We'll take a break if we're ready to take a break. Yeah, we'll take a break now. You're listening to Post to Post, and when we come back, then we will start talking about trades and trade rumors. So you're listening to Post to Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. You gotta be a bit crazy, a little bit out your mind. If you've been drinking, then you go out and drive. You're risking countless lives and your own too. Plus, you risk hurting everyone that knows you. Yeah, they'll be so blue, standing at your burial, thinking that you were a fool while at your memorial. The point is, you shouldn't risk those lives. If you drink, don't drive. If you drink, don't drive. Spend a few bucks on a cab or sleep while you've been drinking. If you drink, don't drive. Stay alive, start thinking. Stay sober, arrive alive. If you drink, don't drive. If you drink, don't drive. Mad dog. Campus Concierge in the lobby of Hillwood Commons is here to make campus life easier, more fun, and more affordable. They offer answers to all of your post-related questions, discounted movie tickets, free essentials like pens, highlighters, notepads, ice scrapers, and more. Plus locker rentals, laundry and dry cleaning services, ticket sales for campus events and trips, and much more. For more info, call 516-299-2800 or stop by the desk in the lobby of Hillwood Commons. Welcome back to Post Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. And we're going to go into, you know, trade, our first segment, Trade Bait, and we're going to go really long with this because we're going to look at... There's lots to talk There's about. lots to talk about. So we're going to just go straight with this for probably the next half an hour of just us talking about exactly who can go where in two weeks' time. Because the next time we come on... That's all we're going to be talking about is trades, trades, trades. When we come back, and it's going to be the trade deadline in two weeks. So I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at I'm looking at the the Ducks roster, and you know you got guys like Dylan Sprong who is on the young side. 
you know, 97 he was yeah, born. Daniel Sprong. He, yeah. He was a nice pickup from the Penguins. He was not doing anything in Pittsburgh, and now he's turned into the player that the Penguins hoped he could be. I completely forgot that Michael Delzato was on this team. Michael Delzato's <laughs> on, like, a new team every six weeks. Oh, so. my God. Yeah, no. First of all, you have four goalies on well, this team. Ryan Miller's hurt and way past his prime. So Chad Johnson is not great. Yeah, and I think Josh, Kevin, John Kevin Gibson, Boyle is the only one that you can keep at this point. And John Gibson does not go anywhere. Okay. Yeah, no. Your defense your defensive core, there is I think besides Fowler and Lindholm, that's really it. Yeah, that's it. Like Montour's Montour's solid, Manson's array. Delzato, but, how much do they? Where do they give up for Delzato? Like a late round draft it's pick. It's a late round draft pick and a bag of pucks. That's exactly what I think he traded for him because he's been bouncing around like a crazy person. Where did, I don't even know where did he go from. He went from he was, the Rangers to the Jackets to the Canucks to the Ducks. He made it. He, I, I don't even remember the stop in Columbus. I remember yeah, the other three. He was in the Nash trade. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So a long time you know, you look at this team and. Patrick Evans, out. Uh, Patrick Eves? Patrick Eves, out. He's hurt anyway. Get, I would trade Getzlaff, to be completely Ooh, honest wow. with you. I'd trade Getzlaff. Wow. Think about what you can get in return for him, because he's not, he's not, he's not, he's going downhill, yes. Yeah. But I wouldn't even, I wouldn't get rid of him. I would, I would get rid of him to a team who needs veteran presence, like Calgary. I, I think he's one of those players because I can almost guarantee you he has no trade clause. I don't think he wants to go anywhere. Well, yes. Actually, uh, I was looking this up before, and there is a rumor going around with one of our rumors for today is that the Ducks and Knights are looking to, to make a deal. And this is kind of interesting to me because we all assumed that Vegas has nothing to get, really get rid of. Does If you look back at the expansion draft, every move that they made – was to be good five years down the road. They collected a lot of picks. I believe they got like four from the Islanders at yeah. the time. So they have a lot to move. And for teams who are looking to rebuild, that doesn't surprise me that you know they may possibly want to trade with a team like the Ducks who has a lot of veteran guys who can help you in a cup run. And Vegas is not that far off. Surprisingly enough, they're not far off. I think they were closer last year somehow. Well, that's because I, I think I think that was because nobody expected anything from them, and they didn't expect them to do it. And they fed off that. Yeah. And we have a few different uh, reports. Um, they said Murray is possibly thinking about trading some core players. So that's where I get the idea that you're going to trade, you know, guys like Perry and guys like Kessler and Getzlav because – and Raquel. Raquel, imagine what you can get back for Raquel. Raquel you can get a lot for. Kessler, Perry, and Getzloff. I don't know how much you're going to be able to get. You're going to have to do some salary retaining on those contracts. Yeah. Henrique, don't be surprised if he goes. Henrique, I honestly, I actually would be surprised if he went because he hasn't even been there a full season. They gave, this would be his full, if, if he stayed, this would be this his is, first full This season. would be his full season because they gave um, uh, Votnin, I'm pretty sure, last year, which... I, I didn't expect Henry to be moved at all. Yeah, no, neither neither was I. And they they loved him in Jersey. So that's surprising to me. You know, correct Nell, he can go. He's on the he's on the older side too. So he can go. Try to give him we got some veteran Gib uh Gibbons can go. Not Gibson. Gibbons can go. No, Gibson goes nowhere. No, yeah, it specifically states in the rumor do not trade Gibson the in only, all caps. The only place Gibson goes is between the pipes. Exactly. So but between the two posts. So you know, and you look at it, Getzlav has two years left. Perry has two years left. And Kessler has three years left. And they all have no move clauses. Whoever's idea was that? Well, Kessler's no move clause, I'm pretty sure, was Vancouver's idea. Yeah. Getzlav and Perry's, obviously, Duck's idea because they've been with no other teams in their career. But if they don't trade any of them within the next two weeks, I'd say you got to try and trade them during the off season because there's a ton of superstar free agents and young f- people who are about to become free agents that 
the Ducks could use. Because they have a lot of old pieces. Yeah, and, you know, you look at this and you look at uh, Vegas heading into the de- into the deadline, and Vegas is already saying that they can get guys they're looking to get. McFeast that came out and said, what we'd like is to see if we can get this club healthy and then see if we need anything. And they're already healthy. I don't yeah. think they have that many injuries going into the deadline. And they already said they're looking to get another third-line depth. So the names that have already come up for them, because they do have cap space to sign next year, so they're looking to do what the Sharks did with Kane. They're going to bring him in, they're going to see if he, what he can do, and then they're going to give him and see if they're going to give him some money for it. And the names that already popped up for them is Wayne Simmons, Mark Stone, and Matt Zuccarello. Now, okay. those names are kind of surprising. Not, you know, the sad thing is I've accepted the fact that Zuccarello will be traded. Oh, he's gone. And he's... the sad thing is, is that the Rangers have probably one of the best first lines. They've It's become one of the best, top ten best lines in hockey right now. At this moment with uh, Zabanajad, Zuccarello, and Kreider. And it stinks because that's a, that's a, that's a line you that's can a build line. around. You can build around that line. And I know I've heard people say that you know you can br- you can easily bring him back. And I think agency. he would go back. He would. He loves it in the city. You know he's come out and said on Twitter and online that he loves playing in the city. You got to be careful with that. I know you do. You got to be careful with it. But if 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 you get Vegas and let's say for argument's sake you get a third line center with Zook and Zook gets to play with some bigger name guys and he gets to play on a power play with Pacioretty and Marchesson. That's tempting. It is. And if you can get a also, cup. Also, with the, the future that they have and the fact that it's hard to be part, to want to be part of a team that's going through a rebuild. Yeah. Vegas is, they're, they're just starting out, but they're not going through a rebuild. The Rangers are. The Rangers are. And, you know, you have to accept that. You got to see what teams are going are gonna to be in this rebuild and the teams that aren't. And for me, one of the, the, one of the picks that I said was... Ottawa. Ottawa's got to get rid of a lot of pieces. Ottawa has a lot of pieces that they can get rid of and a lot of really good players, which makes no sense as to why they only have 47 points. Yeah, and and I did some digging, and uh, Bruce Garach from the Ottawa Sun reported the other day that Duchesne is having a meeting tonight with Ottawa's executives. And... They're going to be taught, and they said him, him, Dezingle, CC, and Stone are all going to get either contract extensions or they're gone. They said they're with, um, they said Ottawa will deal these players in the next two weeks before or during the trade deadline if they do not want to sign long term. I think the you have to if they don't want to sign long term because these, at least Duchesne and Stone, big name guys. You can get CC's a, lot a back. very solid defenseman, and Ryan Dezingle, I think they've already put too high of a price tag on. Yeah. They want a first rounder, which he's not worth. Now the question is, uh, you know, you look at Drewan, and yeah, he's he's not a smart man when it comes to things like this because I can see him asking way too much, and you look at you look at the Carlson trade. They did get a lot back, and that was for one of the better talents that you had. And, but I, I don't know. It's does he make a deal that's in reason that's in, that's in striking distance for all thirty other teams that's saying, all right, we'll work with you on this. I'm not sure, because at, at least with Duchesne, he's gonna obviously look for the right deal because he, he was very close to signing to resigning Duchesne. There were some problems. I heard it was going to be an eight-year, $64 million deal, and they were getting closer, and then it fell through. Yeah, and we all if, if you haven't seen in the past few weeks, Ottawa has come out and said they have a five-year plan. Now, this five-year plan is very confusing because it goes from the 2019-2020 season to the next five years they're going they said they're going to use all of their cap space. 
Okay. I mean, that's what cap space is there for. No, I, I know, but why, why? The whole thing was there. Everybody's kind of sat there and said, "Why did you say five years only? Like, what? What makes the year twenty twenty yeah. to twenty twenty five so special?" I mean, it's not like they have this ridiculously talented youth core that's like coming up. No, you. I don't. mean, they have Kachuk. That's that's it. That's about it. Now. And you look at these guys, and you look at this angle and everything. Do you want to like if you get a lot of draft picks in the next? And because what you have two drafts until your five year plan. Yeah, and they don't even in. have a first round pick this year. Yeah, and they're gonna get a really. I think they're gonna get what a top five first round pick this year. Yeah, and that's Colorado. That's property. Colorado's now. Because Duchesne, and if you lose Duchesne, you completely lost that trade. I mean, I think they lost the trade either way. Well, they lost it, but then you don't even have the player that you gave up those perfectly good picks for. Yeah. And then especially if Ottawa, we'll put Ottawa in quotes, somehow ends up winning the draft lottery and gets the number one pick, Jack Hughes is going to Colorado. Which, that's a good pick. I think that Colorado's is terrifying. Like, yeah, no, it is. And you're sitting, and even not, it's if they get the second round pick, they're going to get what the other player. His name escapes me, and I yeah, don't know why. I don't remember his but name. But he was a huge. He was the player that won the the World Juniors. He scored the game-winning goal against the USA. Um, he's got such a weird name too. I don't know why I don't remember it. But I know he's from Finland. That's yeah, it. he's a the the kid from Finland. Um, e- either way, though, they're yeah, set. It's a very good draft year. So those top three picks, and one of the one of them is Colorado property, and that's mm-hmm. just Ottawa. I don't know. And I mean, Ottawa already gave up too much to get Duchesne. And the fact that and it just keeps getting said, just just keeps getting worse for the Senators. Not only that, Drewhan came out and said he's willing to sell the team. I mean, personally, I don't think this team really has a f- much of a future in Ottawa anymore. Yeah, it, if I'm telling I think we all figured this out when he gave after right after Carlson was traded, I think everybody kind of agreed saying like if this team's gonna get sold, it's gonna get relocated. They need to. They need to move. To where? Um, you're not going to Houston. That's Arizona property. That's Arizona property. So I'd say maybe because they do want to probably try and keep the team somewhere in Canada. I would maybe mm, Quebec. I I think if he can, I think if Drew Han can find a dealer in Ottawa, they'll probably move them to like downtown Ottawa. Which would make sense because where the arena is right now, uh, Canadian Tire Center, it is in like the worst place. Like I think it, there's no there's no public transit near it. It's almost it's almost as it it kind of reminds me of um, where the Coliseum is, but the Coliseum you have the railroad nearby. Yeah, you have like and it's in driving couple, distance. Yeah, and but it's not in the heart of anywhere. It's almost as bad as where Arizona is. Arizona's Didn't Arizona like, play on a college campus at one point? Yeah, no, they did. So it was, it's like weird to think that this team is in such a bad predicament. And all of these teams, oh, my God. Oh. The, there's a few other deadline thing, thing that may come up. All because of Chris Kunitz. Wow. Yeah, Chris Kunitz. Thanks, you are, Chris you Kunitz. Are the you are the hated man. You were the reason Ottawa hockey is having these problems. Yeah. So thank you. Now, we're going go to gonna stay in Canada real quick. And... Both the Maple Leafs are looking for cap space. Now, I know that sounds weird because you have one of the best teams in the NHL and you can win a cup, but I you need to get some cap space, guys. Austin Matthews, who just signed a big deal last last week. Does the signing bonus count as cap, though? No. Exa- which is exactly what they keep doing, which is why there's going to be a lockout. But that's besides the point. We've already seven hundred thousand dollars yeah, no. Uh, That's it. $54 million signing bonus is way too much. Yeah, if you're a hockey fan, the, get ready for another lockout. The Players Association needs to do something. You need to. You need and to. say, you can't do this. Player, There needs to be, like, at a very minimum, a minimum salary for NHL players. $700,000 with a 50-something million dollar signing bonus is ridiculous. Yeah. And it's and it's not cap related. He's making and under four million dollars the entire contract. Yeah, in salary. And that's just Matthews. You still have to pay Marner, which I heard he's being lowballed. Probably because he sees he saw what 
Nylander got and he saw what Matthews got, both with the ridiculous signing bonuses, and he's not getting that in season, and he's getting frustrated. Yeah, and you got... Because here I'm looking at this, this is from Sportsnet, from Luke Fox on Sportsnet, and he's saying that Jake Gardner is willing to take two million or less to free up cap space, but stay in Toronto. Two million salary or two million, two like million home less. Home he's, he's, willing to, he's willing to take less, less so, than that. So like a like, hometown discount kind yeah, of thing. You know, they have a big cap crunch, and there's a few players that they they've been saying. You know, Nylander, who just got his big contract, which is a six point. Six point nine six million dollar cap hit through twenty twenty four, which has no which that's to you'd be like wow that's actually not a bad contract for the guy and then you realize he's getting paid a lot of money exactly. in in um in signing bonus signing bonus mm-hmm. you know you got Marlow who is signed to twenty twenty you're not you're not gonna get him back he's if they win a cup in the next three years Marlow's retiring period I'm surprised Marlow's still playing he's. He's still kicking though. He's doing a good job. Yeah, and you know, his he's buyout proof, which I find hilarious. That's very ironic. And he has a three million dollar signing bonus that kicks in on July first. So they were doing this before Nylander. Yeah, you see, I I understand they need cap space, and I understand they wanted last off season. I understand they wanted the best player out there, and they got him. But now they're paying the price. Yeah, and you know they got to still pay. Kaspinen is a pending art restricted free agent. Kaspinen's gonna want a lot. Marner's gonna want a lot. Johnson's gonna want more for the same amount of if money that Kaspinen's gonna get. You knew that you had to re-sign basically your entire youth. Why would you go out and spend seventy-seven million dollars that you didn't really have? You know what? I, it's confusing. And, you know, Connor Brown has got a $2.1 million, and he already has a place where he can go if he wanted to go because him and some some player that's not really that good right now, McDavid. Um, oh, no, he's, he's, he's very He's relevant. former team man, t- teammate. So he may go to – he may say, you know, here, here's my re- – I'm going to go to play with one of the best tra- – one of the transcendent talents of this generation. And he goes, even though Otto, even though Edmonton is n- not, going not doing well for them. And, you know, he got Zaitsev. Who's got a four point five through twenty twenty four? What's what's uh, Anderson making there? Anderson? I don't think it's up here. Um, no, it's it's not up here. But they're looking to see. Um, it's it, it it it's those guys. And the other team that comes up when you look at all this is uh, the Canadians, who somehow, some way, are sheer fire cup contenders. Somehow, I have no idea how. Not a clue. And, you know, you got this, and now they're saying that they're looking to get a third liner, and the number one name that comes up is they would also be looking to get rid of their mid-round picks. You know, they're looking to trade uh, Hunden, Charles okay. Hunden, which I would not hate. You know, that comes from the, Atle- the Athletic up in Canada, so that's not crazy to think of. They're looking for—they can get rid of a lot of future assets to win now because— Somehow, some way, you became one of the better teams, and you got Carey Price, so you're not, you know, you're but, not out of it. But then again, you also have Carey Price's contract. Yeah, that's a, that's an issue, and they already said they're looking for another centerline depth, and this it hurts my soul. But they're looking at Matt Zuccarello. They actually had a scout at the Leafs Rangers game, which was last night, which was a great game, by the way. If you didn't get a chance to see it, it was a great game. Um, but. Ah, that, that imagine bringing in Matt Zuccarello or God forbid Chris Kreider. Oh, if Chris Kreider goes, goes to, Montreal, to Montreal, I think Madison Square Garden might burn down. Oh yeah, no, I think if Quite Zuccarello possibly. goes, you'll burn down the garden. I'll bring I'll or, bring my own or my own God torch. forbid a scenario in which both of them go in the same deal like they did last year, kind of a well Kreider like, was a- take Zuccarello. But you also have to take Kreider like they did with JT Miller. The whole thing was, is the, and I, we brought this up last year, too, during our trade deadline show. Uh, that was almost a three-guy trade, the Miller-McDonough trade. That almost had Kreider in it. They just couldn't mm-hmm. get—they couldn't figure out what to get back for him in time. Now, the question I have with the Rangers is, do you really want to break that lineup? And it hurts to say, as a, as a fan of the team— and just looking at that line, and you, you can watch, you can turn on that NMSG when they have a game, and that line just 
clicks, man. And and you know when you have a line that clicks, you, you don't want to break that up for any reason. And, you know, Zabanajed, we didn't know it. at uh, Ranger fans did not that know it at the time. That was a steal for, for Broussard. I, I don't know what Ottawa was thinking. Ottawa but, wasn't thinking. But you got Definitely such a not. good – you got rid of such a good player for nothing. And it hurts. And – but if you take away his two wingers, you know, that that's going to stink. And I get it. I get it. We're rebuilding. The team is rebuilding. But where well, you got you can't tell me that you don't look at this line and say this is a line we, we need that to can win a Stanley it. Cup. It's, you know, and and I look at the Canadians here and they 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 don't re- that's the only name they bring up right now. They're a very very young team too. Who? Montreal? The, the Canadians are a very young team. They're, they only have two players. Well, with the acquisition of Thompson, only two of their forwards were born in the 80s. Everyone else is like 90, so they're in their 20s, late 20s or very early 20s, or some not even. Uh, Todd Kaniemi is born in 2000. Yeah. Which is scary, first which... of all. It means our childhoods are over. <laughs> but other than that, but no, and the tr- the the website that I'm looking at right now, and it gives you these teams who are looking to tr- make trades before the deadline. There's a few of them that come up that I'm actually kind of surprised about. You know, the Hurricanes come up as one, and they just got Nito Niederreiter, who has been unreal. Oh, in this transition. And <laughs> this that just eats away at you to this day, doesn't it? Nah, we're good. No, we're good. You know, the it could have Islanders could have had a really nice piece, but no, we had to, they had to trade him. No, nah, but they got Cal Clutterbuck, so it's fine. Totally I I wish fine. I, could, I wish I could say what I call him, but we 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 have we're to, not allowed. We're to. not allowed to say. I can't. I'm not allowed to say that word. So you know, the Panthers come up, which the Panthers, what are you doing? And they the they're Panthers, now. I don't know. They need to get rid of Broussard. Dale Talon has come out and said on several media outlets, that he wants Panarin and Bobrovsky. For what? He wants both of them. For, yeah, for what? It says it right, right here. At a very minimum. Right right here. Talon, says he is, he, Talon has said on radio interviews in Florida that he is pursuing Columbus Blue Jackets goaltender Sergei Bobrovsky and winger on Temi Panarin via trade or summer free agency. Okay, I think if you want them both, you can't get them both right now. Wait, and I, I know that for for a guy who, because, you know, we've heard Dale Talon, and he's not done a lot, He's and he has had a lot, and he just got Broussard and Shannon from Pittsburgh and two draft picks, and, like, that's, that's a nice trade, and you're going to flip those guys. Why do you need to go after Panarin and Bobrovsky right now? You can like. Do they even have the cap space to sign both of them? They're probably gonna have to get rid of a bunch of guys. They're probably gonna have to trade so much away to get those two. Because Ekblad's got a hefty contract, doesn't? And Yandel's got a pretty big contract too. Yeah. No. And oh my God, just that and a bunch of other stuff that they were and talking about. Didn't they about. just resign Mike Hoffman? Yeah, that too. And but look at this, Bobrovsky and Panarin. Why don't you? Why would you? The whole question is you can do it in the summer. There's one big thing that Florida has that big-name teams in big cities don't have. There's no sale tax in Florida. You don't get taxed on that contract. That's a, that's a big, that's that a big, a big plus. Thing. And, you know, that, that already says they're not going to – Panarin and Borowski aren't going to Canada because sales tax is significantly higher in Canada. So you ain't going there for, for a nice payday. You're either going to a big city like New York or Boston or in the West. I don't. I don't see Boston. Well, I'm just saying. I'm. I'm talking. I'm just mentioning like big name yeah, cities yeah, yeah. with money, and or Florida. There's two teams in Florida. Imagine and Panarin and Sergey Bobrovsky is not going to Tampa. I can tell you that he is never going to play. Yeah, ever. But Panarin. Panarin, if in Tampa, if somehow Artemi Panarin ends up on the Tampa Bay Lightning, and they still don't win. Well, I've already said this. And that I entire team needs to be fired. I said this last week. If if they don't win, if somehow Tampa Bay doesn't win a cup this year, something needs to change big time. I mean, their GM already changed. Iserman stepped down. 
Yeah, but I, I don't be surprised if Eisenman leaves like after this summer if they lose and goes to Detroit. I'm surprised he was the GM in Tampa. Well, that's I've I'll tell you that after the show because there's a whole video you can watch about that, and it's great. But you know, besides Florida, another name that comes up here is the Kings, and they've already said they said Sunday night. You know, it was reported on Sportsnet. Ilya Kovalchuk is willing to trade his move, his, get rid of his no trade clause, and join a contender. Now the question is, what contender could use Kovalchuk? Um, it's a very good question because he is a solid winger who is just underperforming. But granted, I'm sure part of that has to do with the team he's on. The team he's on, yes. You know. I would think maybe, you know, what what team could really afford, A, afford his, because that's a big contract. Yeah, you're going to have to retain some salary on that one. Absolutely. Now, you look at the top teams in the league and teams that could possibly, you know, use him. And he's also an older guy. He he really. veteran leadership, though. Yeah, but who could use veteran leadership? um, Let's look at the top five teams in the NHL right now. Tampa Bay doesn't need him. Tampa Bay doesn't need anything. Except yeah. the cup. Yeah, really, because they are, what is this? Oh, my God. They have 86 points, and the next team up is Calgary with 74. That's just, how many games? They've only lost 11 games. It must be nice to be a Tampa fan. And if you count overtime, 15 games they've lost. Yeah, you. you they're 50, they're 41 and 15 this year. We're, I'm rooting for the wrong team <laughs> at this point. I mean, you're basically. Like, it's basically. It's basically the Rangers. Rangers. But, you know, Calgary is the next team up. They could use Kovalchuk. It wouldn't surprise me if he went to Calgary. But you'd have I to give up a lot of pieces for that. I can't see it because I don't think they want to take on another contract like that with having to pay James Neal already. Unless you drop James Neal. Then you still got to work out a buyout and you still got to pay him. Or you trade him. Who wants this current James Neal? <laughs> Uh, yeah, if it was, but it's like it's not even like I feel like James Neal's just on the wrong team. Guarantee you, if he gets traded back to um, Vegas, which is not happening because he's in the first year of a new contract. It's a three-year. Con- it's, wait, a no, it's, five-year not. Contract. it's a five-year contract. If You're James right. Neal goes back to Vegas, he's a James Neal of old. Yeah, or if he goes anywhere else, basically, if he goes back to like any other team, he'll probably have a career resurgence again. You know, next team up is Winnipeg. Winnipeg doesn't need Winnipeg him. doesn't need Kovalchuk. Next to San Jose, they don't need Cole. They don't need Cole. They could use him. They don't need him. You have him. Eric Carlson and Brett Burns, but no, those are defensemen. He's a winger. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. But still, you know, Kolchak is a is basically a sniper. That team's full of snipers. Exactly. You don't need him. You bring up Carlson. I'll bring up Carlson and Burns again. Where Kolchak thrives on a power, a good power play. Where are you putting him in a power play with Carlson and Burns on it? He's not going to sit at the point. He can't sit at the point. His slap shot's not there anymore. It, yeah, it's not there, and his wrist shot is okay. Like, it's not... I mean, it may have worked in Russia, but it's not going to work here. here. It's not going to really work here. Next, number five. You can take it from here. Number five is the Islanders. Do they need Kovalchuk? Do they need him the way that this team is clicking right now? No. Could they use him? I mean, I can't imagine it would hurt. They do kind of have a... If he spot on the th- on the um, third line, I mean they moved Dal Cole up, but I mean when Lad comes back, he's probably gonna go right in there. So they don't even really need him. They need. I would think they would want to focus more on defensemen. Yeah, and here's and centers. One. This is the only team that I think could use him. Montreal. I don't see it. I'm not. Disagreeing, Montreal, Montreal has it. been known to take on contracts that are terrible, but they can use it. And they haven't really done much. And if they could use another winger on in their top six, because they could promise them a top six spot. Mm-hmm. Easily. Very easily. A lot of teams could probably promise them a top six spot. Yeah, I think Montreal could try Montreal maybe. I mean, if maybe if Pittsburgh was a little, a little more in it, then maybe well, that that's actually another team that comes up on this list and that is Pittsburgh. Now, the question is is who do they really get rid of? That and it also depends in which direction they want to go for the rest of the year. <sighs> they're well, they're sitting in a wild card spot at the 
They're, no, they they're have a one-point lead over the Hurricanes for a wild card for the third-place spot. So, mm, I, I've said this since day one. I think it's time to start looking towards the future. And I'm not the only one who says that. There's been a few Pittsburgh analysts, we mentioned one last week, that said that I think they also believe that it's time for them to start, you know, thinking to the future. You're not, you're not getting lucky with another transcendent talent like Crosby. But we'll, we'll see how it goes, and we'll, we'll basically see in two weeks who's going where and how all this pans out. So that's it for, for our trade preview. When we come back, we're going to do our hat trick challenge, and then we're going to look at the bright lights of tonight. You're listening to Post to Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. At the Gold Coast Cinema, located right inside Hillwood Commons. Check out the lineup at liu.edu slash post keyword cinema. Kept LIU Post informed on all things happening on campus and beyond. Pick up a copy today for free in print or online and get connected with the Post community. Stay up to date on the latest in news and opinion. Plus, get exclusive coverage of LIU Post Pioneer Sports. The Pioneer is for post, by post. And there's always an opportunity to get involved. To find out how you can contact, join, or advertise in the Pioneer, visit liupostpioneer.com. Get your copy of this week's Pioneer in Hillwood Commons or visit liupostpioneer.com to download the latest edition, The Pioneer, informing LIU Post for over 50 years. Welcome back to Post Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. And we're going to go right into it. Here is the post-to-post hat trick challenge. And a quick recap for last week. We're also kind of shocked. We realized this we is were morning. all wrong. Both of us got three straight strikes. None of us were right with our predictions last week. So we are still Some of mine just very, Two of mine were just very surprising. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. so, so was mine. Just a quick, quick recap. Mine were Pavelski will reach 400 career assists. 399, of course. Ovi will reach 40 goals. I'm like, he, he, he's he got a week. He, he needs three goals, not a single goal. And Leonard's goals against will be under two. It went up. It so. went up. The fact that it went up. Uh, and for me, my first one was that Phil the Thrill, Phil Kessel, would get his 800 points. He's at 798. Still, not a That's, single point this week. You got to be kidding me, man. Come on. And my other two were that Carolina will be in a playoff spot. Devils won yesterday. So Devils that's won, happen. so that's a no. That was the one you were clinging to. Yeah, it was because I was sitting there and I'm watching the score. I was, I was like, looking at that score, too. I'm like, a, I'm like, can they do it? And then they're like, no. And I'm like, well, mm, that sucks. And I said Colorado would be in a, in, a pl- in a wild card spot. Wrong. So we're still tied at one for one. And if you guys don't know, I'll bring this up every week. The, the loser of this... The person with the least amount of points, um, which we will tally them up the second to last show of the year before we go on our summer break, and the loser will have to wear the opposing team's jersey on the final show. So if I lose, I will have to wear a New York Islanders jersey, and if Ryan loses, he will have to wear a New York Rangers jersey. So we will probably both end up being homeless after that show. One of us will be homeless. It's okay. So this week, I'm going for this again. My first pick is Phil Kessel will get 800 this week. I swear. There's no way he's going to. No way Phil Kessel is going to go two weeks without. Yeah. Two points. There's no. Come on. Like, I'll. I'll, Your luck, he's going to get one, and you're going to. No, he's going to get one, and I'm going to be pissed. No, and here's the great thing. I don't have. I have two weeks for this to come true. That is okay. <laughs> this that changes it's, some things. It's safe now because these are since we're not going to have a show next week because it's President's Day. You know, when we come in for the trade deadline show, we will quickly go over those before we get into the trades. Very quickly. So, I give Phil Kessel two weeks. You have two weeks, Phil. To, yeah, to Phil, get, if you are watching on watching, Instagram or listening, you have two weeks. We, you I need do, two we do points. follow him on Instagram. He follows us, so it's not. Crazy. He follows us, or we follow him. Uh, no, it's it's both. But I don't think it's him. I think it's um. It's definitely it's not. It's probably somebody who runs his, his account. Well, if if you have access to Phil Kessel, tell him this. Yeah, please please tell me this. Um, 
but he has two weeks, and he's got to get two points, which he could do. Um, I was going to go with Henrik Lundqvist getting 450 in two weeks because he, he's got 447 right now, but I, with the amount of how Georgiev is playing, I do not think that will happen, which if you didn't watch the game last night, he, he made a career 55 saves. Happy the record, birthday. The record is 59 by Mike Richter. He was four away from tying Mike Richter's record. And he's the second Ranger ever to get above 40 on his birthday. The first is Henrik Lundqvist. So I'll see. How, we'll see how that goes. That's not my pick, though. Um, my second pick is that Pittsburgh will be out of the playoff race. In two weeks. That see, th- This changes some things now. Yeah. It, the, I didn't actually realize it was two weeks until we went on. And I was like, wait, it's two weeks. We actually. This changes something. It does. Now, I think. Carolina will pass Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh will be out of a playoff spot in two weeks when we go on for the trade deadline. And I think that will impact what happens that day. I think okay. if they're out, they're out. They ain't gonna go. They don't knock it. They're gonna have to Pits- get back in. If Pittsburgh is out, they're not. They're not getting back in. Exactly. So I think okay. that's gonna be a main thing that we'll talk about next week is that Pittsburgh will be out, and then we'll hear later in the show probably. About because we, whoever those who don't know how the uh, deadline show works, um, we both get out at around four o'clock. Trades don't end till five, so when we go on the air, all the trades will finally be coming out. So you'll you will basically if whoever listens will get basically live updates on, you know what trades have happened. It's like TSN, but not not TSN. TSN. Um, but yeah, so I think the Pittsburgh if they're out, you're. Be prepared to see a lot of names go like Latang. Don't, don't be shocked. And my last one is Dallas will be in a wild card spot, which is interesting because they're currently in a divisional spot right now. Yeah, I think they'll go down. I think that they'll. I mean, they're they're clinging to that divisional spot. They shouldn't. I don't even think they should have it right now. That's why I'm but... saying that they're probably going to be sitting in a wild card spot. They are sitting where right now? How many points they got? They got sixty one. Sixty one. And St. Louis, oh my God! St. Louis and Minnesota are two points back. How? Because the West is weird and makes no sense. Yeah, <laughs> this year it really is the wild, wild west. Oh my God! Not even that. You, Chicago's four points out of a wild makes card no spot. Sense. But well, Chicago's on I think a six or seven game winning streak. Seven, seven game winning streak. Yeah. So and San Jose's on a five. Wow. And St. Louis is on a six. St. Louis because they stopped using Jake Allen so much. He's Swiss cheese, so it doesn't really ma- it makes it. That's difference. insulting the Swiss cheese. <laughs> All right, who are your picks? Okay, so I wrote these when I thought that we had one week. Oh, so you got to change them now? I could change them. One of them, that that's just one of my picks. Just makes the two weeks more interesting. So one of them I'm sticking with from last week: Joe Pavelski, 400 career assists. You're not letting me down again, Joe. You need one, man. You need one assist. Come on. Give the boy give the boy something to look forward to. Okay. My number two pick is that Austin Matthews will reach 100 career goals. How many does he have now? He's at 98. He, he needs two. He'll get two He needs two, two goals weeks. in two weeks. That's easy. And my third pick, was, which I found very intriguing personally, Patrick Kane will lead the league in scoring. Who leads the league in scoring right now? three points back of Nikita Kucherov. Uh, You're really expecting Kucherov not to keep the pace he's going? It's a bold prediction. He leads it. Oh, wait. no, In goals, you said? No, in just points. Oh, in points. Okay, because Kucherov has, um, he's got, it says it right here. My computer wants to work. He has 84 he has 84. Kane has 81. So, okay. McDavid also has 81. McDavid so ne- also see, has 81, see, so but ne- I'm banking on Patrick Kane. Okay, so for the record, even if even if he's tied with, let's say for argument's sake, he ties Kucherov and McDavid ties Kucherov, that's still a loss. I mean, technically? That's a loss because he's not alone first. I didn't say he'd be ahead. First. You said you All said, I said was he'd lead the league. Which means he which leads is everyone tied else. The, no, for the league. No, he needs to lead alone. My lawyers will call your lawyers. <laughs> we'll do that. That's the last one? That was my last one. Patrick Kane 
uh, leading point scorer in the NHL. Imagine Goudreau just comes out of nowhere and gets 84 Johnny, points. Johnny, I swear to God. <laughs> goes, he goes on like a, t- a raid and just gets everybody. But, all right, and now we'll grin a quick – we got five minutes. We'll go about the, the, the games for tonight. There's – I don't get it. One week we have seven games to talk about, and we got a lot to talk about. And then once again, this week we got three, and they're not even good. I mean, the, out of the three games tonight, the best one's probably San Jose-Vancouver because it's the only matchup of two potential playoff teams. Oh, no, I would have said Penn's Flyers. That was an interest. That that one's always interesting, but I actually there's probably a I lot of Penn's Flyers in the upcoming one. week. No, a stadium series is... It's in two weeks. It's the 23rd, yeah? Yeah. Oh, wow. 23rd. That's, that's, okay, it's in two weeks. Two weeks. So we got... Oh, which, two weeks uh, which, from the Saturday. From didn't this they get it Saturday. last year... Flyers pens. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it back to back? I don't know, but both of the jerseys are ugly. Oh, if if, if, if anybody hasn't terrible. seen these, they're, they're I mean, they're the Penguins ones are better than like the because it's the it's yellow black ones on yellow. Last year. Black and yellow always looks good together, but it's it's the it it's looks a, like bananas last year. Yeah. Yo, you know what it looks like? Remember those? Remember those ones you see on NHL.com where it's like the logos in black and blue? Yeah. It looks like those, and I don't know They're where those great. were. They're not great. If if you haven't found, if you haven't looked at them, go online and look them up. They're really ugly. The NHL has not really done well. Adidas is kind of hit or miss with their um, with their jerseys. I think the Winter Classic ones were really good. I personally wasn't a fan. I didn't. I like didn't the like black the Bru- Chicago I didn't like the Bruin one. ones. The black. I, I'm a sucker for a black Chicago jersey, but there needs to be red on it. Yeah, like the black and white. I didn't like that one. Yeah, the black and red to me is one of the best jerseys Chicago's ever had, but. The the uh, Adidas really needs to pick up their game. I did like the um, the All Star jerseys though, the black I and did. white. Those were very nice. I liked how I just they actually like... had the team's logo on the front instead of just on the shoulders. No, I see. I think that was good, but I think certain te- like the only team that I didn't like was the Rangers one because I don't like that crest on the front. I mm-hmm. never did, and I think the the letters diagonal is much better. But you know, first game, Pens Flyers, which you've already spoken about. The Pens are gonna win it. The only reason I'll watch the game is to see what Gritty does this week. I'm giving it to the Flyers. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Carter Hart is just on this ridiculous hot streak right now. They're going to burn him out. They are going to burn him out, but might as well. You get... know, you've used seven goalies this year. Might as well. Yeah. I mean, like, he's got the energy. He's, what, 20? Yeah, but he's 19? not developed yet. They're going to burn he's him out. He's developed enough to be the starting goaltender for the Flyers, which is not saying much. Yeah, because you. But been he'll through, have the entire summer off because Philly is not going anywhere. But yeah, I'm giving no. this one to the Flyers because they're coming off a hot streak and they're at home. Eh, and I, Carter I Hart. The 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 Pens have basically owned the Flyers for like the last year and a half. I think, I think it will easily be the Pens. The Flyers took tonight. it to seven last year. Yeah, and they still lost. Or two years ago. Yeah. I think it was. Once it again, was the only reason first I'm watching, last year, the only reason I'm watching that game is because of gritty. So, but next matchup, Kings Capitals. Capitals. We're gonna watch the Kings get murdered. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Ovi's gonna go off. Ovi better go off. Yeah, Ovi's gonna go off. Watch he gets a hat trick tonight. If he. I, that's going to happen. He's going to get a hat-trick tonight, and then I don't get my point by, like, one day because then he gets 40 goals, and then I get sad. <laughs> that's the point. And last matchup for tonight, which is, once again, Sharks-Canucks. Why? Sharks. These are not good matchups. The Sharks are going to win because the Canucks are just – they somehow, someway, they're still in, in contention, but they weren't in contention. Like, I remember in the beginning of the year, we were talking about them like it was crazy. Like, they were just good. And game of the week real quick. Flames bolts on Tuesday. That is that's a good one. My game of the week, though, a little bit different. It is Blues Wild. I'm kind of upset that you didn't say Tavares' return to the island. That is not until the 28th. Oh, it's not until the, I thought it was this week. Why nope. did I think it was this week? Because he was just in New York. Oh yeah, like, he was. He was. He was at the Garden last night. So I Which I mean, they usually week. do like Garden. Prudential, Prudential. Or, um, they usually yeah, tri-state they do the three, tour. but I don't know why they didn't. Do I don't that. know why they didn't do it either. But mine is Blues Wild. Really? Mm-hmm. Because the blue, they're both tied, fifty-nine points for the, in the wild card spot, and St. Louis's new goalie Bennington is on a ridiculous hot streak, and so are the Blues. Well, the Wild are still trash. The Wild have thoroughly disappointed me. 
Congratulations, you finally accepted the fact that the Wild are trash that I've been saying since day one of the show. The, the Wild were good in the beginning of the year. They're trash now. No, they're not good. They're trash. They're not good. Thank you. No, no I good. have one. No good. I finally took Kraut. So thank you guys for listening to Post to Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. And please enjoy some hockey tonight. And we will see you not next week, but in two weeks for our trade deadline special. You've been listening to Post to Post on The Wave, the sound of LIU.